Um, so we were hoping to uh, be able to kind of like, because we haven't done an, a New Year's episode, because okay. we have an episode that's coming out um, this month about tongue ties. And so we kind of want to debut this one like in the first week of January and talk about like goals and intentions and like business-wise, personal-wise, just like talking about New Year's and going forward. Cool. So we figured that that is kind of right up your alley, plus we all get along so well. Um, but I also, I wanted to play this or that. Okay. And do like a holiday edition. Um, but I mean, we don't have like alcohol or anything. But like, <laughs> we, should do, we should do like a holiday this or that. Okay. I don't know what that means and I'm into it. Okay. So it seems like, <laughs> it's kind of like would you rather. Oh, okay. But it's like, would you rather uh, celebrate Halloween or celebrate Christmas? Oh, that's so hard. See, I'm I'm Halloween because the ho- the Christmas season is just too long for me as an introvert. That I, I took just... down my tree last night. What? Christmas <laughs> night. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> this has been up for a month. <laughs> is way smaller now and so I was and the dog whenever he wags his tail he was like hitting the tree I was so over it Anne's crying <laughs> I was trying to pick it back off your point and apparently I'm too extreme no it's okay so I'll tell you what my mom does when uh, when we're done with um opening presents she starts gathering everything that goes Mm -hmm. into each individual room in her house Mm -hmm. and so yesterday she got bowls and so she goes okay let's put these bowls away and I was like why why?" like can I have my drink and we can watch a Christmas story and we can just like chill for a second she goes five minutes (laughs) like (laughs) she wants to put the new bowls in the cupboard take the old ones out put those ones away because she has a holiday set she has something Mm. she wants to get rid of we have a good will box by the front door so these need to go in the goodwill box these yes. need to get set up. And I'm okay, like, but I bet her Goodwill box actually goes to Goodwill. Mine yeah. has been sitting in my room for two years. <laughs> <laughs> These are the clothes that I keep going through. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, this actually doesn't fit. <laughs> so I just add it to the bag. I'm like, happy anniversary. <laughs> I should have taken you there at some point in the past two years. <laughs> Okay, so this is what Marie Kondo says. She says to take all the stuff out and put it in the um, garage for 30 days. And yeah. if you mm-hmm. reach back for it, you actually will use it. I love Marie Kondo. I've read a bunch of her books. Well, that means you use these things. Well, we tried, we tried doing it in 2020. Pandemic hit. I had just finished um, that, and I had just finished The Art of Dying. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? The Swedish. The Swedish Art of Dying, yeah. which is fantastic. Um, Isn't it called? It's called Swedish Death Cleaning. Mm-hmm, it is. That's the, what it's the called. The practice of Swedish death cleaning. Yeah, but I think it's. <laughs> I know. <what>? Yeah. <laughs> you do it before you die. Okay. <laughs> so is it the art of Swedish death cleaning or the practice of dying Swedish? It's. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Even if you're Irish, you can die it's Swedish. Definitely not the art of dying Swedish. <laughs> I'm looking. Okay, I definitely have sent you a photo of it. So do you want me to check my um, text stream with you? Sure. (laughs) It's way back, though, because I remember reading it. So in 2020, like right before the pandemic hit, I had um, read this book. (laughs) The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. How to Free Yourself and Your Family from a Lifetime of Clutter. Can I see the book cover? Uh, sure. Mm. (laughs) It's a book. It's I'm a book. I'm pulling it up. Hang okay. It's a book. It's a book. It's a book. 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 <laughs> but if you search Swedish death cleaning, you'll find like so many articles about it. Well, you know that's something that happened. Uh, yeah, that's it. 
Oh, perfect. I'll remember that. I'm a, I'm very visual. I'll remember that for sure. Uh, when my, my, my grandma passed away, she had um, lived in a house for like 50 years. Mm-hmm. But about six years before she passed, my aunt and my mom went and they were like, you're moving to a smaller house and mm-hmm. we are going to clean out everything here. Mm-hmm. She was also from like the Great Depression. Yeah. So every Cool Whip... Um, uh, jar that was glass container anything got saved she had stacks in the basement mm-hmm. of cool whip containers wow stacks and my answer like what else do you have in here because she yeah. lived in like a six bedroom home by herself by herself mm-hmm. so there was so much stuff in there um she had a full attic she had a full like um cold storage downstairs pantry canning room it was intense yeah but uh, they went through and they were like it's gone it's gone it's gone it's gone i know i like how i like how marie kondo puts it into order for you like the clothes the book so we managed to get through the clothes which was a struggle anyways and then we started with books and that's where we stopped (laughs) (laughs) halfway through books because when we bought our house, it was supposed to be a flip house. And so ups, and then so we started doing home renovation projects. And so oh. half of our stuff really is still upstairs, and we've been in this house for almost 10 years. And so we'll, like, go up and get some things and, like, come back down. But a bunch of, like, all my nursing books mm. and, like, books that I we both legitimately want to keep because yeah. they're a big part of who we are and, like, they're great for reference. But we can't bring them down because there's just no space right. when you're also renovating. And so it was a lot harder than what we both had expected. But I loved this Swedish death cleaning method because it actually, like, helped me get to the point of, like, okay, I'm not, I'm not only just, like, saying goodbye to this, but, like, what are my kids going to think when they mm-hmm. come across this? Oh. And I'm like, I have many notebooks that need to be burned. Just well, and she talks about that. She talks about having burned. an actual burn pile and like a box that on top says, "Do not open this. If you do, it's on you." That's a <laughs> great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. Are these like in sexual reference books or like what? No, these are just like old, old notebooks. Okay. That like I wrote in in high school. So like, it's like journals. High school and... diva crap. Oh. Yeah. And then it's like old letters that I got from um, boyfriends prior to my husband, and like it's all oh, wow. put together in that way. And I'm just like, my child is gonna be like, who is this person? <laughs> because I, they just don't know. Oh, I kind of have a different take on that. Oh, tell me about it. Um, my grandma wrote a journal for like every single year of her life. Yeah. And we got to go back and l- read about all of the. This is gonna sound terrible. All of these men that she used to date, but like all of the. Um, uh, I think it's called SSO or USSO Mm -hmm. or something like that. They would come um, into port Mm -hmm. where she was living and she got to meet and drink and talk with all of these people who had all these stories from all over the world. Mm. And she wrote all of them down. Mm -hmm. And so we got to see a whole different side of her. And I think that that is also really important because you see your kids will see you as mom but you're also somebody before you were a mom yeah you're human and they'll they'll have to see you as that one day too yeah Mm. i don't know if i'm okay with them seeing my high school side because it just was it might be relatable though i get i maybe i'd have to go through i might have to do the um what is it when they black out all the government papers 
Just yeah. go through. <laughs> like, put duct tape yeah. over things. <laughs> so sorry, you can't read this. Because I'm pretty His sure His name I was Black Tape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I swore as well a lot. I dated the same guy eight different times. <laughs> black tape, black tape, black tape. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I just don't feel like my, and I'm sure your grandma probably felt this way too, but my life is not that exciting. Like, to want to keep, but I know that my kids will probably feel very differently. Oh, yeah, and so will your grandkids, and mm-hmm. so will your nieces and nephews, and they'll be like, who was this person? And just to get, like, a whole new look at who you are as a person, I think, is a really big deal. Because there's so many facets to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe That's I'll me. keep some of the sweeter love notes that oh, I got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just cut it out and put, like, Tobin. <laughs> Girl, what happened to your arm? Oh, this yeah, is when I fell down the stairs. With your head? Yeah. I slipped down our back stairs because of all the ice and snow and stuff. Like, both my feet, whoosh, and I went down like a sled, hit my head. When my, did that happen? Uh, the 23rd. Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I went to catch myself and, like, clunk. And I couldn't grab. And then I tried to sit down, but it was also slick that my butt went up. Oh, gosh. It was such an old person moment. I felt so stupid going into the clinic, like, I hit my head, and I might have a concussion. Oh, my God. Did they test you for a concussion? They did. Mm-hmm. Okay. She yeah. passed her neuro exams, but she called me first. She was like, slight nursing question. Yes. And I was like, sure. And she's like, yeah, I slipped and fell and hit my head. I was like, okay, let's talk about some yes. things. I've never gotten have a concussion been, in my whole life. Okay, have you been grumpy at all afterwards? Extra irritable. Yes. Put some omegas into your diet and get some fat into everything, okay? It'll okay. help women with concussions. It's a totally different ballgame. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I have not I had not heard that. I will do that. Oh, really? <clears throat> we can talk about that for an hour and a half. We will not really yes. Do it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, uh our dopamine uh, transmitters are much different than guys and we get things differently than guys in the way of that style of hormone. But that's true to all hormones. Absolutely. I mean, the hormones in a woman's body are just more unique. Yes. Right? It's not not cookie cutter for every single person. Okay. No, absolutely not. Um, But one of the ways that um, our concussions, post-concussion syndromes show up different is Mm. in the way of long-term effects it's it takes um let's just put this into general numbers not for um real time but in a broad spectrum yeah um if it takes a guy 10 days to get over the post-concussive symptoms that he may have it can take um a woman 30 to 60 days wow and even for mild um, even for mild concussions and part of it is because we don't ask for help Mm-hmm. Um, the other part of it, too, is how our body and um, our um, hypothalamus regulates um, dopamine mm-hmm. coming in um, and serotonin in our gut. Okay, um, But um, one of the things we have to think about is how the body itself reuptakes dopamine and how we create it. Um, when we have issues that affect our brain, we're also affecting the architecture of the brain. So not only are we decreasing our body's ability to reuptake because changes have occurred, we're also not giving the body um, food in a way, um, I say food in general, it can be anything from nutrients to actual food to minerals to any of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. 
We're not actually giving um, the brain the food that it needs to recover mm. from the concussion. People are like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. My affect is good. I'm solid. I don't have any issues. I'm not throwing up. I'm not cross-eyed. I'm not dizzy. That's awesome. However, the internal architecture of your skull is extraordinarily sharp mm. because it's holding your brain in place. Um, and so when we have a concussion, meaning happens, the brain juice itself, the brain structure, runs across the pokey parts of the inside of the skull. So we have to refeed it and refuel it. Because mm-hmm. that's mainly a fat layer. Yes, ma'am. That's around your brain. Yeah. When Do you remember the Bill Nye science guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call him a fathead? Well, you are a fathead. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's it's main and that's the major nutrient source for your brain as well is is fat. So can it slosh out? Like, do I lose brain juice like during a concussion? That sounds really stupid. When no, I say it doesn't actually. Because we're um, like, if we were to cut your skull open, take the top off, take your brain out, and set it on the table, mm-hmm. um, in five minutes it would literally be a puddle. It mm-hmm. would not keep and hold its shape because of the high fat content inside of it. Mm-hmm. So, so every cartoon I've seen is a lie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Including Pinky and the Brain. Including oh. all of these ones. All of it. Uh, Where they've got the brains sitting in the Yes. Jars. Yeah. Is that water or is that fat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Formaldehyde. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, technically what happens is we do like little scrapes. And this is why it... Um, like it, in normal everyday um, life? No, in the concussion oh, process. Oh, I see. Okay. In the concussion process because of the jarring effect of the brain against the bony aspects of the skull on the inside. Um, so those scrapes, what it does is it takes off little tiny, even minuscule, micromillimeter, whatever chunks of the brain... And then the brain rebuilds itself because it's a self-healing mechanism Mm -hmm. just like our whole body is. Well, what you need to refill fat is fat. Mm -hmm. And we have to cross the blood-brain barrier. So you need something like um, fatty acids or phospholipids or, um, oh, I'm going to butcher this one, um, trisomal phospholipid-based nutrients um just say it confidently i will accept it (laughs) so you're talking like bone broth like from where you're actually like doing a beef bones and getting all that healthy fat and then drinking something like that that can help rebuild or um fish Mm omega-3s as we all know for fish and then there's a lot in some fruit some fruits and vegetables isn't there Mm -hmm. um anything that has like higher calcium um content too like blueberries or spinach um way higher than dairy by the way Mm. um but um both of those things are going to be helpful because calcium is also a part of the backbone to the body being able to not put fat in other places Mm. um sidestep that so yes bone broth would be amazing Mm -hmm. um avocados nuts seeds anything like that legumes would be super fantastic as well even stuff like Kerrygold butter Mm. um putting that in your coffee coconut oil that kind of stuff would be super beneficial right now Mm. if you want to go the way of like a supplementation um pc so body bio has a great um liposomal phosphate Um, And what that does is it's in a liquid form, and it doesn't have to pass through our 
um, second metabolism in our gut. Mm-hmm. It will be uptaken by the small intestine. it doesn't have to break down a pill barrier. So like sure. okay. when you're taking like fish oil in a capsule, the mm-hmm. first thing that your, your gut actually has to do is break down the outer layer. And then the second thing that the gut does is absorb the nutrients from the fish oil. Okay. So that if you just sense. take it liquidy, Sure. Like, because you can get liquid fish oil, mm-hmm. and it tastes okay. There's one; it's like Dr. Brilliant's or something yeah. like that fish oil. Yeah. Um, it tastes like lemon, and you. Can, but if you take it that way, then it's absorbed faster and mm-hmm. in a more pure form than having to go through all of the. Well, we talked about that when my daughter was sick, and mm-hmm. I w- we were, I call Rachel every time anyone someone's sick, but I I I had said because um, she had a fever. And I'd given her Tylenol, and she'd thrown up like 10 minutes later. And it's like, do you really need to give her more Tylenol? And we talked about how if it was mm-hmm. liquid, that it had already started absorbing right, right when she took it. <clears throat> and then not give more Tylenol, but go ahead and switch to right. liquid ibuprofen. Love it. And so. Yeah. 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 Okay. So how long would I, I mean, I guess ideally I'd be doing omega-3s every day no matter what. Yeah. But like extra on top of... Yeah, something to put into consideration is like if you have a prenatal omega that you took, that's the omega that I would take. The higher EPA (coughs) to DHA ratio would be superbly beneficial because it's a building block, right? So we want the building block to be able to back those fatty chains that create the cell whole backbone. yeah. Okay. Look at that. Prenatal comes in handy even when you're not pregnant. I know. Yeah. I remember them telling us that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember them saying that even in between mm-hmm. kids. Like, it, they make it sound like, oh, stop your prenatal. Like, they being the industry. But then yeah. the midwife was like, I don't know why you wouldn't take it. Yeah. These are all good things for you. I took you. a prenatal for like a year after. I feel like for both kids. Because, and then we just stopped because my. I think my husband was doing some of the grocery shopping. He's like, I got your vitamins. And it was like the previous mm. brand. And I was like, yeah, I'm not mad. You got my vitamins. So mm-hmm. we're yeah. good. I love it. That's something that I recommend to all my moms. Mm-hmm. Just keep taking Just keep taking them. Yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. them saying that, especially for breastfeeding, mm-hmm. that it made a lot of sense. Also for like postpartum depression, baby mm. blues, postpartum psychosis, any of that kind of stuff, regaining all of those nutrients and minerals if you're not going to eat your placenta which i highly recommend that everybody at least give it a shot um i would definitely go into did you listen to ollie's no i haven't gotten to yet i haven't gotten to yet um but i have a mom who just handed over her placenta to her um to ollie and so yeah i don't know if ollie goes by she her or they them or he him we um it says she they yeah instagram and so Um, I, we, we said she, yeah, to like, because we were talking with her mm-hmm. okay, at the time. So I'm not cool. sure. Yeah. Cool. I would, I would just want to make sure that if I'm going to introduce somebody, I'll do that. Um, that's a little over my head currently, but I want to just support. We people. tried to like be very conscious about saying her name more often than not just because of the fluidity of the yeah. situation, like her name is probably going to stay. Okay. Ollie. Ollie. So cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's been our default. Um for things like that. But yeah, it's it's a lot to navigate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's brand new to me. Um and so uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No so another this or that would be turkey or prime rib 
for Christmas dinner. Oh, I'm a, I'm a hard path of prime rib, period. Mm. Like, okay, we did prime rib this year, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and we had had um, turkey for Thanksgiving, and we then had another Christmas celebration a couple days later, and we had turkey again. And we all, at the end of the night, went, I don't want to have turkey. Ever. Turkey is the most overrated <laughs> meat. Yes. I mean, because, like, even, like, a spiral, <laughs> oh, like, the brown sugar spiral hams. I mean, we did have that. We had that for Christmas because yeah. that's that's what my husband's business okay. gives to all the employees every year. And that's it's, right. And it's, and it's great. But when everyone's like, ooh, the turkey for Thanksgiving. Let's yep. get the butterball 20 pounds. I'm like, all I hear is dry, 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 uh, dry, 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 dry. Have you guys <laughs> ever heard of cooking turkey in a bag? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how I cook my turkey. And it works? It works every time. Okay. Every time. It's so good and juicy. Oh and you're going to save all the things. Mm. Like, instead of having to, like, slosh it up or miss it or have it go everywhere, you just mm. go like this and pull the turkey out, and it usually just, like, falls apart <sighs> as you put it onto the tray. Nice. Yes. You just need to hang out with people who do turkey right. <laughs> Also, learning about plastics and microplastics for the turkey, it might not do it ever again, but it's delicious, so I'm kind of willing to bypass. And, I mean, it's if it's a once-a-year thing, uh-huh. you can kind of say, okay, <laughs> I know what I'm getting myself into. It's still a choice. Take those microplastics for the team. <laughs> <laughs> but we, man, prime rub this year, and... Did you sous vide it? How did you do it? So my dad actually sent us a reel, and he was, and it was the reel was labeled labeled the easiest way to cook a prime rib, and we were all about that because we had never cooked a prime rib. You, um, olive oil on the outside, salt, uh, generous salt and pepper, and then you have your oven up to five hundred for one hour before okay. you cook it, and then you put it in, and it's fifteen minutes per bone. And ours only had two bones, but it still had all of the extra meat as if it was mm. three, and that was our issue. Because mm. you, you we cooked it for 30 minutes, and then you turn it off your oven and don't open the oven door for two hours. Well, we opened up the oven door after two hours, and our um, prime rib was only at 100 degrees on the inside. Oh and we were like, well, we're going to put this back in and put it on for low heat and give it another half an hour. And that's what did it, is just having enough more low heat to get to the inside. Okay. And it was still super pink. But Tobin wanted the, whatever the inside is called, sirloin or something like that. That middle piece. Yes. Yes. But it was like bloody raw. Yeah. And so he actually, he seared it in a pan just to kind of like give it a little bit of color because it was so bloody red. Mm-hmm. And then... And then ate that, and it was it was delicious. It was good. I saved all the bones, so I have plenty of bones and fat to for you to make bone broth with if you want. I have some. I still have some of my knuckle bones from my pig. Oh, not my pig, but the pig that I got. Oh yeah, and my and my cow. I apologize. I'm fact checking myself. Give me just a second. I'm sorry. Of what we just talked about, please. The omega threes. Um, I said EPA to DHA ratio, um, and I want to make sure that I said that appropriately. The Environmental Protection Agency. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. what's your next this or that? <clears throat> Hot chocolate or apple cider? Mm. Cold apple cider or hot apple cider? Whoa, well, if it's going to be like a straight comparison, I think it should be hot. Same. 
think it's gonna be hot chocolate. Hmm. Um, but I'm talking like the stuff when it's made in a pot. Right. Not from the, the packet. Right. Not the packet. Yeah. But like this, the good <clears> stuff <throat> when you're like melting down the chocolate, adding in the milk, and then when you have the marshmallows, that is the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if it has to be a packet, neither. I will take my coffee. <laughs> You wouldn't do apple cider at all? No, because the packet stuff gets really not the packet. Like when you like when you do like if it comes like apple a jar. juice and like cloves and then you add. Okay, yes. If I got it from Green Bluff, like a thing I think of this should be cider. a no packet question. No packet question. Apple yeah. cider. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. No packet. No mm-hmm. packet. Packet hot chocolate. Yeah. No packet apple cider from Green Bluff. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, hands down, without yeah. hesitation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think if it's a no packet, it's got to be the hot chocolate because that stuff is decadent. <laughs> <laughs> There's a coffee. I, I, when I was flying back from uh, Chicago, I was stuck in Seattle. Well, I wasn't stuck, but my layover was six hours in Seattle, which is not the worst airport to get stuck in, but it was still like, the walls are closing in. Ah! Sorry, I was wrong. DHA to EPA ratio. DHA needs to be higher. It needs to be three to one. Okay. Yes. DHA needs to be three to one higher than EPA. Correct. As soon as I said that, I was like, you're dumb, Anne-Marie. Here you go. <laughs> we were all thinking it. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. I go sapentinoic. Did I say right? I go Tainoic acid, EPA. Mm. <laughs> this, <Yep>. or <laughs> this or that. This or that. You're spot on. You're spot on. <clears throat> okay. Um, oh, this is interesting. Shopping for gifts or decorations? Uh, depends if we have money that year. <laughs> Like, oh, just to be so brutally honest, yeah. like, if you don't have money, you're making all of your gifts and decorations. Mm-hmm. And if you do have money, then you have, like, some resources to buy gifts or to buy decorations, like um, wreaths or Santas mm-hmm. or nativity scenes or anything else like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you have the money to do that. So that's hard because, that, that for me, that depends on whether or not we have money that year. Well, assuming you were shopping... And you had a decoration store on the right Hobby and a Lobby. gift store on the left. Tarche? <laughs> sure. Multiple aisles of both things happening at one time. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, well, I just, I save all my decorations every year. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really go out and buy like all brand new. I get a lot of anxiety around um, all the reels where people are putting up multiple trees in their house. Oh, God. I can't, and, and they're like, and they, Reels make you like social media just in general makes one in you the bedroom, want one to in the kill yourself. One in the front porch, one <laughs> yes. in the living room. We have a kitchen tree. There's a, yes. And then they're like, my husband that. thinks I'm crazy. And I'm like, he's not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> you he, are. He's oh, not wrong. He's <laughs> not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, but, th- and some people do themed trees. Oh, yes. food. Okay, so my grandma, uh, my grandma Donna used to have like seven 
trees that she could pick from. Like, here's mm. a box of the red, green, and white. Here's the box of the all-white tree. Here's a black and white box. Like, And she would, throughout the year, make decorations. Like, she would hand-stitch okay. stuff oh. or she would, um, you know those eggs that are like foam and you can mm-hmm. push the... She would make those. So, throughout the year, she would make another tree if she was bored. My grandpa used to hunt a lot. Mm. <laughs> she's a hunting widow. <laughs> yeah, she's a hunting widow. Absolutely, absolutely. So, she had different boxes and at Thanksgiving, we got to be like... Will you put up the green and white tree? Will you put up the candy cane tree? So I hear that. Um, To answer this question, I'm a re-gifter. So if I feel like I've gotten too much of one thing, Mm -hmm. I will save it and put it in my gift-giving box. Yes. So I don't feel like I have to spend more money or like um, consume more. It's already been bought. Mm -hmm. And somebody's going to get the exact same joy that I got out of it. Mm -hmm. Or if it's something that I can use one time and then re-gift it, that might sound weird. (laughs) Um, But I'll use it and then I'll re-gift it. these are my things. I will never re-gift these, by the way. <laughs> Just so you know. I take a lot of pride in uh, special gifts, so these are mine. Um, but, like, I got a, a whole set of chakra um, candles. And so it's, like, two pillar candles, and they're made out of beeswax, and they mm. smell amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to take the sacral chakra, and I'm going to give the rest away because mm. I didn't mm. need all of them. Mm-hmm. So I did. I put them in like a stocking or in a bag this year and gave them to random people. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt my feelings. If I found that out, I would feel, I think I would enjoy that more because you sort of like, I saw this and I thought of you. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a re-gift or not. I, I just have to make that. sure to not give it back to the person who gave <laughs> it to me. It's a little sticky note. Yeah. Cannot go back to this yeah. person or yes. the same family gathering. Yes. <laughs> because. Yes. How often was I in your closet? And I was like, dude, what's this bag? And you're like, that's my multiples of the gifts that I got. And I was like, sweet. And I just would start pulling stuff out. I'm like, good, I'm taking this home and I'm taking she this home. She goes through all my goodwill yes. bags. Yes, <laughs> I love it. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna use this. Okay, and the rest you can I think that my favorite donate. My yes. favorite thing that you repurposed of mine was when I was super into white-legged, weird-looking pants. And she cut the legs off and made them into bread, bread holders. <laughs> so I walked into her kitchen and I was like, those are my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta tell you, I reused another set of your pants. <laughs> so these ones were striped and, and they were great because they were very um, breathable. Were they the, like the light colored linen-y ones? Yeah, so that's yeah, the yeah. second one. Yeah. So the first one, I made bread bags. And now actually, um, we found that our bread... It, we keep it like a day or two too long, like when we're eating it. So it was getting too stale. So we just actually just keep it in the fridge. And my daughter has used them for a ribbon bag, um, a Lego bag, um, to play Santa, to play the Grinch, um, and to go backpacking. And so she just like stuffs stuff. And so she like does amazing things with these bags that I made. So then this other pair of pants, oh, no. um, I told Amanda, I was like, hey, I really like those pants, but do you have any that, like, aren't colored? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I, of course I do. And I was I like, yeah, I, th- I think, completely forgot about this. And I was like, I think I might make another bread bag, and, I'll, I'll, like, I'll check it out, because she was going to give them away. So I took it home, and this year for Mother's Day for my mom, <laughs> we cut out a square to fit into a 8x10 fr- frame okay, and put it over cardboard, 
And my daughter's, I drew the stems, but then my daughter's fingerprinted um, delphinium flowers Aww. going up. And so they, and then we painted Happy Mother's Day. But those pants were the perfect medium because I had no canvas. <laughs> but I did have those pants. <laughs> what part of the pants did you use? Crutch. I, I, like, <laughs> I thought maybe the pockets. No, I think it was like at the bottom because I needed a square and they were wide enough. <laughs> Here, mom, made this present out of Amanda's leg bags. We made sure to wash it first. Oh my god, well, that is a bit. That's happened with multiple things mm-hmm. that I've given you. Because, like, I don't care what you do with it. I'm getting rid of it anyway. But then when I walk in, I'm like, I have a weird memory attached to that. <laughs> I don't know why. For some reason, I don't like that dress <coughs> in my legs. Like, what? I think it's fantastic. It's I very see this in my legs get cold. <laughs> do you put it in the freezer? Do you ever put them in the freezer? Like my legs? A, no. no. <laughs> like a cotton linen just, blend. I think it's literally like this. Oh, okay. uh, no, it was a more of an open weave than that. This is what we did for the um, but Mother's it was, Day. It was like closer to this than jeans. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Not like my <clears throat> Okay. Um, but no, we, I make two loaves like every week. Um, we did baby led weaning and I got the cookbook when my first daughter was born. And so we, and it's a European cookbook. And so they're all about like you're making a bunch of your own stuff mm-hmm. and using very simple ingredients. And so we had been trying to make bread during the pandemic and using ones that like took eggs, took milk, took all this butter, and it just wasn't ever turning out very well. Mm-hmm. And so I, f- I went back to that cookbook and I was like, here's a simple bread. Let's start small and see if we can ever like grow. Yeah. And that has stayed the same. It's the easiest bread recipe. I make two loaves like every every week to every 10 days and and my family eats it i love that yeah and I so we just re keep reusing the same like plastic bag that like our hamburger buns come in oh yeah and then put it right in the fridge because the bread bags we wanted to leave them out on the counter but then after about three days the bread was starting to get really hard mm-hmm. and because it, it was, was too a, breathable it was too breathable yeah, yeah. I have so much to learn about bread. I tried to make a sourdough starter about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Had it really great. It was really active for about three months. It's going to sound really dumb, but I had a, a, a gentleman that I was dating, and he was like, your whole house smells like sourdough. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole house smells like, like I can't come over. And I'm like, I can't even smell it, of course, because I'm inundated mm-hmm. with sourdough. <laughs> well, I didn't realize, but, like, um, I had scooped some out, and it had gotten on the wall of the inside of where my garbage can is. Oh. And so it was just, like, growing fermenting. and fermenting. Oh, my it, gosh. I mean, it was active. It yeah. was active. But I it don't was know. horrible. Some crunchy person might be like, give me that. Oh. That is gold. <laughs> oh, they might be. They might. It was living on its own. It so was I got whatever. It. it was doing it. I got a starter from Carl, um, the Lucky Lady Bread. She's got the, her starter is literally named Carl, and it's back from um, the Oregon Trail. So he, like, dates back. So I have some of him. So if you want some starter, let me know because I'm happy to share. Oh, I would love some starter. Awesome. Yeah. And then Lucky Lady Bread on Instagram, she has, like, a whole highlight reel that's, like, all about, like, 
just Carl. Well, she exploded on in during 2020. Yeah. Well, and she also has, um, she dries it and she sends it. She has sent out, I think, I think her count is like 5,000 dried starter packets to around the world now. Wow. Because she's the historian wow. for the museum in regards to bread with Carl. <laughs> Goodness. I love Carl already. Yeah. <laughs> I want some of him at okay. my house. I Very must well. have Carl at my house. <laughs> okay. So how do you how does the culture stay active if it's dried? So you rehydrate it. I don't know. I it's a whole process that I don't quite understand, but she like puts it on a pan and dehydrates it and then it crumbles and then it's mm. sent out and then people just have to add water and there's instructions to it sure. of like how sure. to rehydrate. <clears throat> I mean, like yeast, right, is dormant until it gets the things that it yeah, needs. True. Maybe that's how Carl works when he's dried out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking about my jar right now. I'm oh, like, Carl. ah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> I just splash some more water in there. there you you're go. you're no good. Yeah, I'll, I'll happily drop some Carl off at you. I for would you. love that. Thank you very you're much. Welcome. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, how was business for you this year? And what are you looking forward to next year? Oh, whoa. Um, business this year was, um, it was actually really great. I got mm-hmm. um, to learn a ton of new things about uh, what not to do and what to do, what's going to help my business grow and what's mm-hmm. not, like in an organic fashion. Because um, I really want people that come into my office to want to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the person that's like, sending out all these mailers or doing all this uh, extra, extra stuff or ad spending and ad spending and ad spending. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't get me wrong. Yes, we ad spend. We ad spend once every six months. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not something I do all the time. But Mm -hmm. um, it's shown me a great deal of how um, building a community and a culture in my office is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, Not necessarily the... um, abundance of people per se but I have people that will be with me for a very very long time Mm -hmm. because of the culture and the understanding of what we do Mm -hmm. so business has been wonderful learning experiences are always wonderful Um, there have been some hard times absolutely the practice itself is very like ebb and flow with the seasons Mm -hmm. so this time of year when school is in the evenings are kicking. I have zero space in the afternoons. Um, and in the summer, it's the complete opposite because everybody wants to come in early and get going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially since we see kids, mm-hmm. um, it's our main demographic. Um, infants to 18 years old is my main demographic. And since we're in there, school's in there. Mm. Families are in there. Um, different aged siblings are in there so in the summertime it's the morning in the winter it's the evening very very ebb and flow nice Mm. yeah um what was your second question uh what are you looking forward to in the new year which is such a broad spectrum it is yeah for sure well okay i'll say something a little selfish i actually hit my financial goals this year hey congratulations congratulations. thank you i'm really stoked I could cry about it because I didn't think it was going to happen. I was very much like, okay, uh, the last quarter I was like, here's what I have to hit every single month. Otherwise, I'm not going to make it. And I'm very goal directed. Mm -hmm. And if I don't hit that goal, I feel like an utter failure because I'm in control of all of it in totality. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's a heavy burden, but it's also something that I choose consistently. And mm-hmm. um, I always bet on myself. Yeah. I was thinking about the, that the other day. Um, so my, I'll talk about that in a second, but my uh, goal, my financial goal was hit. So I get to buy myself a car. <gasps> oh my <laughs> goodness. Yeah, I've never done that before. That's like, so awesome. Um, it gets to be the car that I want, obviously within my budget space, yeah. but I got to do it and it will be here January 1st. Hooray. Oh. That's just like next Well, week. heck yeah. Oh, that That's what you're looking forward to in the yes. new year. Yes. First yes. day. First day of the new year, I get my wow. new car. Oh my gosh, I just yeah. got chills for you. Thank you. That's Thank so you. That's so exciting. Oh man, yeah. So um, it's, to me, it's almost like, uh, I always think that money is superficial unless it goes to something that has a means to an end or is a helpful endeavor. Um, and with this business that was my main goal was not to make money but to be in such an abundant space that i could help other people without hesitation Mm -hmm. um and this year i really got to do that we had a few practice members that um came in they're like hey can you donate to the trip my class trip hey can you donate to this cause can you do this and all year long it's been a yes statement Mm -hmm. i haven't had to say can you wait to cash that check at this time can you do this at this time it was uh, see a need and fill a need and that was really really important to me Hmm. I wanted to be able to do that yeah yeah oh that feels so good yeah that's really awesome yeah I love it and um I went to um I do a lot of seminars throughout the year and uh some of them are about adjusting some of them are about business some of Mm -hmm. them are about um, leadership um, and one that I went to spoke on money because people have a hard time talking about it mm-hmm. um, there are different ways that we can either integrate money into our daily life or we can expel it from ourselves and one of my goals this year was to speak about it in abundance so that mm. it and I were attracted to each other mm. um, because I, I come from no money. <laughs> um, and I grew up in a single parent household and I um, grew up in a space where sometimes I didn't, we didn't have enough money to refill my lunch card. Mm. Um, and sometimes my mom was proud and did not ask for help when sometimes we needed some help. Um, and so for me to sit here today and say, I um, choose to live an abundant lifestyle and I choose to speak on money is um, a really big step for me. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's really powerful. It's also really hard too. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's an awkward space to be in. Um, because I'm not like, Oh, we made a million dollars this year. Cause Oh no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, but I was able to pay myself every month. I was able to keep my company going and save money. I was mm-hmm. able to help um, every single person that asked and I was also able to put myself into a position so that any patient that comes in that's having um, financial difficulty it didn't matter what their payment needed to be for the month for me to continue to run my business mm-hmm. that is the gold standard of what every single hopefully office that I open will have that abundant mindset of if this family can pay us a hundred dollars this month and they awesome. all need to receive care it's happening mm-hmm. and we'll put them on a payment plan mm-hmm. done yeah that's so huge especially for small business because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. i don't know what the percentage is but 
the percentage of small businesses that thrive is is not high. Mm-hmm. No. And in just for the ones getting by, I'm sure there's quite a few of those. And so yeah. to be able to say like, I I am able to live in abundance and be confident and just content mm-hmm. while also reaching for your goals is like what more could you ask for yeah i don't know how old the statistic is but i remember hearing in high school that it takes five years for a small business to be in the black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in today's day and age i'm like that has to be much longer now mm-hmm. if not at all right because of right. credit right and how many after two or three years with small businesses and ha- continuing to go through hardship yeah. say I can't do it. I gotta. Mm-hmm. I gotta go do something else mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll yeah. come back to this, which most people don't. Mm-hmm. I always say like year three is your make or break year. Year mm-hmm. three and seven is kind of like with marriage, right? Like if we can make it through year three, we can make it through year seven. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna be lasting for a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in the the specific industry of chiropractic, three years is a really big deal for. Um, a Cairo to be working alone in an office mm-hmm. um, out on a small scale. Um, and I say that because I'm still all the things. I'm still the person that when you call, you talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to schedule you at the end of, the, of your visit. I'm going to address you and we're going to talk about common everythings. Um, I'm running the entire business as every single person. Is mm-hmm. that always the goal? No way. Yeah. Um, but I did that so that my front end of the business wasn't a $250,000 loan mm-hmm. or I didn't take on more debt than I needed to. Right. Um, and the other thought process on that is now I've set myself up so that when I bring somebody in, if I bring any staff or help in for the company, I can pay them accordingly. Mm-hmm. I'm not freaking out about the yeah. end of the day or the end of the month, right? Mm-hmm. Or having to say, so sorry. Uh, you're gonna have to wait to get paid. Thanks mm-hmm. so much for donating your time, though. Oh, gosh. oh I I would be devastated. I would right. I would go without. I would never yeah. do that to somebody. And but I mean, that's I mean that's the hope, right? Is yes. that you can you would never be able to put yourself into that situation. Mm-hmm. But Lord knows that that happens yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When people are starting out, I know this is we're going into our third year. Uh, so we'll see what happens. If this is supposed to be a make or break year, I guess we'll find out at the end of 2023. Mm-hmm. 2022 is no picnic. <laughs> it was a hot mess of a year, but yeah, we'll see. So if someone came to you and said, what's your secret for, <laughs> you know, in general, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> for, for, for being intentional about saving while running a business, what are some things that you've that you're comfortable sharing, that you've put into practice um, to give yourself room to grow, but also be saving on the back end, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to answer that question. Um, The first thing that is the secret is find somebody who knows so much more about all of this than you do. So mentorship is humongous. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the reasons... I did that is because I automatically think I have the answers. Mm. I automatically am like, I'll figure it out. It doesn't matter if I waste this or do that. I'll, I'll figure it out through trial and error. And um, I was like, can't, I can't do trial and error when there's nothing <laughs> after the error happens. Um, so I did. I got a mentor. And I made sure that she was somebody that I could count on to tell me the truth, mm. regardless of how it made me feel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my business is not run off of my feelings, thank God. Otherwise, <laughs> it probably wouldn't be there. Um, but it is definitely run off of systems and procedures that help me um, mitigate the, uh, oh, that's a shiny thing, I'll take that. Oh, hey, that looks really cool, I'll take that. It helps mm-hmm. me mitigate that space. So that's the first thing is to find a mentor that um, you trust to be honest mm-hmm. without hesitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then putting in place things that have already happened. Don't reinvent the wheel, right? <laughs> if, it's, if it works, it works. Mm-hmm. And you just have to put things into practice. So you have to take the system. Like for us, um, my uh, way of doing care plans is a system that's been tried and true for multiple, multiple years. Yes, I put um, our own little spin on it because we're a little bit different, like with the scans like we talked about Mm -hmm. last time. Um, But I put all of that into practice continuously and I do the exact same thing the exact same way because if I'm constantly changing one thing Mm -hmm. or if I'm constantly taking in and putting something else in and changing, 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 Mm -hmm. how can I even measure my success? I cannot, mm-hmm. as I don't know what the variable was. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that would be number two, is how do you measure your success, mm-hmm. and what are the systems you're following to get the outcome that you want? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a huge one. We, yeah. uh, we launched our new website the beginning of January of, this, of 2022, and so f- before that, we had some statistics, but not very much. And so this one has been great because we get on often enough of where we can see 28 days, mm-hmm. 90 days, mm-hmm. 120 days, and, and be able to at least keep track and then add it all together when people are like, hey, how has my ad done for the past year? And we can yeah. be like, yeah, let me, we'll go check it out. We can definitely tell you. And then you have to do a little bit of extrapolation. But the numbers are all right there mm-hmm. and that's been super helpful for us too is just to have a, a website that hasn't needed to be redone mm-hmm. like three or six or nine months in mm-hmm. to actually just have the consistency of it yeah because then we can put creativity towards other things mm-hmm. rather yeah. than just constant upkeep oh. of something that is just supposed to like sit there and run <laughs> exactly and i think that would be probably the third part of my answer is uh hire out the thing that you hate the most mm-hmm. so that it's not dragging you down um if like for sorry i hate social media i love everybody mm-hmm. um but doing the work i hate it i won't I won't do it. Mm-hmm. And so I hire that out. Um, and I think that it has changed my perspective in totality. So if like you guys with your website, you have somebody else literally doing the analytics for you on that website mm-hmm. and watching across, again, 28, 30, mm-hmm. 90 days and so forth, um, that takes brain power and puts it back in on to you yep. and takes away the whole I don't want to do this piece to the puzzle Mm -hmm. so I'm just not going to do it I Mm -hmm. would constantly like push it away and push it away and push it away um because I was so overwhelmed by everything else so find the thing that you're not thriving in and then find somebody that you can pay to do that Mm -hmm. it will return for you tenfold Mm -hmm. is there actually an expert in that yes as well like if you are hiring out the hardest thing for you, it's probably because you literally feel the most uncomfortable trying to attempt it. Mm. And so if you hire it out, 
then they're an expert and they feel very comfortable with it. And so then you're like, sweet, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to be uncomfortable trying to attempt it. I don't have to continue to search YouTube University or anything else to try and teach myself how to do it. Yeah, definitely. Because all of those things take time. Time and energy. Yeah, and all of those things have value. It's not just money that it's like money time talent like yes. which one do you want to give of <laughs> yes uh you know what happens when i go to youtube university is i usually get like 3d prints like i'll i'll go down the 3d print rabbit hole mm-hmm. i just made myself some jellyfish earrings oh um, nice i didn't bring them dang it um i meant to bring them today to show you guys but they are like a tear a tear a tear and a tear and you pick the jellyfish up and it goes oh that's cute it's really cute it's really cute they're only like this big they do it did you paint them after they were printed um no we did them in a wood uh uh filament oh nice so they look really cool oh that's awesome super fun super fun i love it i like how 3d printing has become so much more accessible just in the last like five years my brother said that he got um Well, hopefully his son won't be listening to this before his Christmas present comes. But he got a 3D coloring pen. Mm -hmm. So it's like a pen. And he said that to me, and I was like, my brain does not compute. (laughs) Like, we're talking about... Like a pen that you're writing with, and now that's supposed to be 3D of what you're drawing. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no. (laughs) No. I'm too old. You, you've been lied to. This is a lie. This is a one-dimensional aspect of life. This yeah. isn't true. It's not true. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, there's... 3D printing has also changed my life, so... Oh, yeah? Oh, it's fantastic. It's yeah. fantastic. I didn't understand the XYZ access for so long. You guys have mm-hmm. seen this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for so long, I was like, what's Z? Where would mm. it go? What would it do? In what space would we hold that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But now I'm like, oh instead of this and uh, anyways bypass bypass bypass. (laughs) you know bypass is what the whole episode is all about amanda's husband's got a 3d printer he has two he has two 3d printers what he got Mm -hmm. a second one Mm -hmm. was that his christmas present this year no he's had it for a couple years because he he does uh nerf mods oh that's right and so he uses it for his side hustle for his business and He'll be like, oh, I don't have this part. And he'll just go and print, print the it. part. Yes. And then paint it and, mm-hmm. you know, do whatever. And then that my kids have caught on to it, too. They're like, Papa, print me a dragon. <laughs> and then they get to, like, pick whatever on the computer. And then they get yep. to watch it be created. Like, it feels so much more um, like they're invested in it by the time it's actually done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. My cousin's building a life-size R2-D2 model right now. No way. We've been working on it since um, June. Like it prints all the pieces and then you assemble them? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. So it took about three months to get the base done. And now we're working on the sides of the canister of his body. Um, And within that space, he's also bought two more printers. So we're printing a ton right now. Nice. Yeah. Um, But there's so many moving pieces to it. He has arms and legs. Mm-hmm. And they all need to be mobile and be able to open and everything. It's so cool. But How is it going forever. to run once it's done? Um, there'll be an engine inside of it. Oh, okay. Like um, like a Hot Wheel car. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, yeah, like an RC. Crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. Will it walk around? Um, It will. It'll um, glide oh. around. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> well, if you need when some... it's done, come back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he wants to have it so it'll service drinks at the pool this oh coming God. summer. So it'll just I love it. it. <laughs> um, this company, Norlift, has casters. So if you want wheels, they have like heavy duty wheels that you could get for this R2. I could show you on our way out. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell him. He actually owns American Pawn and Gun right down the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll just be like, hey, go to. Yes. Yeah, do it. Place. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we, um, we have a gate at our house that is, um, it's broken into two pieces. And so, and it rotates along an axis. So that way it's either, um, like perpendicular from our house or it's parallel to our house okay. um, and hits our garage but um and it folds okay. so like you can fold half in and then you can like do this and then fold half in or anything like that so it like creates different walkthroughs but when we were when my husband and i were designing it we were had to like figure out casters because it's a ginormous heavy weight and they have like the really the heavy ones. duty ones so cool. no matter how heavy this r2d2 gets with that engine in it yes which, let's put a corvette engine yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your drink i can't poop at the speed of light <laughs> yes yes but that brings us up such a good subject is having creativity as an outlet Ugh, from your business yeah. because your small business can't be like it can be your whole entire world Ugh, but yes. you'll get burned out so quickly so yeah. if you have an outlet for creativity even if it's nerf modding or 3d printing for an r2d2 or <laughs> earrings or anything else like that like that's such an important part of maintaining a balance in your life mm -hmm. yeah i couldn't agree more um my actual hobby is paint by numbers <laughs> uh, oh have you seen the sticker by numbers no what? yes there's sticker by numbers oh, okay it's not like the little diamond thing no no not okay. No, no. okay it's actual like stickers like but you have to use tweezers and you can get like ones that are classical paintings and you oh. can get ones that are like dinosaurs and so i got a, a kid size one and my husband loved it so much that he got the adult one and okay. there's like 20 books in their whole line but you have to use like tweezers and put it in and it's all separated out it's very intricate i oh, did do wow. the jewel one last year though and that, that was I mean, intense I'm, i've been looking at those ones too i will see them on youtube all the time like the youtube shorts and they're like uh -huh. i love it i what? have to do What's it. this jewel thing remember the the frozen picture it was like a big mat and it had little circles on it Oh yeah, um, yeah. My sister and her husband got it for Becca. Becca, yeah. and you had this. You have this little. It looks like tweezers, but it's kind of sticky inside. Yeah. And you pick up the jewels, and then you stick it down, and the mat is pre-stickied. Mm. So then it sticks, and you're like in it for so long. It's like I don't even know what this is. But then you back up, and it's like, oh, it's a picture of Anna and Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> so you're into yeah. paint by numbers. I love paint by numbers. Nice. Are you now yeah. also going to get into uh, wood 3D jewelry as well? <laughs> Just no, 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 but but maybe no, no, no. I can only nerd so much, you guys. I have um, so I wear my glasses when I paint by numbers, and I put this thing over my head. You know, um, it'll come down over my eyes and it'll magnify everything, and then another magnifying glass can flip down oh. and it has a light on it. So I'm in the most unchiropractic position of all time, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my eyes. I look up and they're huge. Like, I just, I can only do that for so long. You're like, um, the the guy in the Pixar movie. 
That's super old. Oh, and Toy Story 2. Yes. Where who's, when he fixes Woody. When he's like painting oh, Woody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, ka-ching, ka And then he, you see him painting, and he like looks up, and his eyes are super big. Oh, like a book. So, it's so true. Okay. And, okay, because some pieces are very like small and intricate, like you mm-hmm. were talking, and so the brush has to stay really, really hard. So you can't use a lot of paint. And so at Mm. some points I'm like pulling (laughs) this thing as close as I can just to like swoop and be done. And that's it for one color sometimes. It's ridiculous. I'm obsessed with them. (laughs) Um, And so for my creative outlet for it, I'll take, they'll say like one, two, three, four, five, and they're already numbered. Mm -hmm. I renumber them so the picture turns out and looks different than it's supposed Mm -hmm. to. That's cool. Oh, I love it. I actually brought you guys a picture of the hummingbird <gasps> oh, that I made. Yes. So I'll show you my yes, hummingbird. Do. Oh my gosh, do you want to see it right yes. now? Yeah. Okay. We should post a picture of it. I was just going to say, oh, I'm going to maybe creep over your shoulder and okay. take a picture of it. Let me just wait for a second. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> We all, we all live our lives. <laughs> we all live our lives. <laughs> so sorry. Oh my goodness. Wow, that's beautiful. Oh my gosh, that's that is beautiful. Well, she can like send it to you. Why? The old lady taking a picture of her phone. <laughs> well, no, you were I'm going to get a glare. So <laughs> maybe you're going to have to email it. Can I send it to you on Instagram? Sure. sure. Yeah, that should work. No worries, yeah. That's really magic. beautiful. So is that one of the ones that you switched cup colors on? Yeah, yeah. I switched okay. the colors on. Um, I also did, like, uh, I, the last one I did was, like, this mandala shape. I've also done, like, a seashore with a lighthouse. Um, that one I messed up pretty bad because the clouds were black instead of <laughs> the cream and blues. I mean, it was I a dark, dark night. It was a dark, stormy night. Um, but I... <laughs> ridiculous and I'm like okay when do I say no this isn't a good idea and when do I say yes this is a good idea because I automatically now because the hummingbird came out so great Mm -hmm. um I literally was like I can do this for everything and it won't even matter it's wrong (laughs) it's completely wrong so is that on canvas um no it's actually like this harder board style some of them are on canvas yeah yeah um but it's like this harder um, this is one of the little kid ones. <laughs> Perfect. I'd never know. <laughs> no, Perfect. It, it oh looks so great. I never would have thought to myself, yeah, that's for the five-year-old. It's okay. There's been a reel going around that says, do you know that for your hobby, you don't actually have to be good at it for it to be your mm-hmm. hobby? And that oh, has wow. been really freeing. And, and they're all, because of what I follow, it's a lot of CrossFit videos. It's mm-hmm. people, like, falling in the bar. You know, the bar is too heavy or whatever. And I look at that, and I'm like, that is so true. Yeah. You can pick a hobby and be like, I love doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And you might not be great at it for a while, but at least you're going out and doing it. Right. And having a creative... That was beautiful. I'm not saying you're not good at things. but like, Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> but there are people... You could have the option to just sit around and be like, yeah, I could do that, and then never do it. Yeah. Oh, totally. But to go out and be like, this is my hobby, and I enjoy it, even if I'm really bad at it. There's joy to be found in that space. How does your type A feel about that? Because my type A is like, um, no, I'm bad. I'm not going to do it. Or I'm going to be the best that I can be. <laughs> Rah! I think in the, in the theoretical space, I love it. Mm-hmm. But then if I were to go to the gym and totally mess up on something, I wouldn't be like, yeah, this is great. 
right. Like I would. I'm I, living my best life. Yeah. Like, mm-mm, no. Yeah. I would be. It, it is hard. The type A makes it very hard yeah. to accept that, but. It does help me get to somewhere. Yeah. So if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I like this morning, my husband's off, so I didn't have to like go and come back. Mm-hmm. So I kind of woke up and I was like, well, I could, you know, I could go, but I just, I just don't want to. And then it was, but you can. Mm. And this is the thing that you love. Mm-hmm. So you should just go do that thing, mm-hmm. even if it's not going to be the best day you've ever had. And you can approach that in your personal life your hobbies or your professional life even because mm-hmm. I'm like there are days as a mom that I know I have not done my very very best but yeah. that doesn't mean I'm gonna be like well I'm done momming now like <laughs> right I, I give up right. I give up right yeah I hear that yeah um, so it's a constant it's a mental battle I think totally totally but it's one worth having I think that that speaks to so many different aspects, like you just said, especially like the just showing up, like whether it's the gym or whether it's parenting or your business, just showing up breeds success. Mm -hmm. The discipline of just showing up is really, really important. Not showing up and being 150% all the time is also Mm -hmm. Uh, absolute success mm-hmm. yeah. and I think that a lot of uh, women in my practice and a lot of moms that I know could hear that is just because we show up um, it, excuse me uh, it's literally just showing up mm-hmm. just show up right mm-hmm. um, yeah. I used to say that to women at my gym all the time because they'd be like it was a really hard morning this happened this happened this happened I barely made it it was icy it's dark I hate it and I'm like but you're here Mm-hmm. And that's everything else is gravy. Like yeah. you made it and be proud of yourself for for showing up and making that effort because yeah. It is difficult, especially when it's dark. Yeah. And weird slushy wet. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Oh, <laughs> Spokane is on a whole nother level right yes. now with weather yeah yeah but it is like it would be easy to look outside and be like ew gross i don't want to do anything but like once you like get yourself over the hurdle of if you have to do something there's there's space for sitting and reading a book that's fine but we went sledding last night and um oh you picked a good time to do it well before it all got real gross yes but um there was already like an ice layer so you're Mm. like crunching through and so if you're not careful it like really shreds like your hands and stuff like that but um I was coming out later, and I was like, I, I, I know where they are. I know where they are. And so, <clears throat> I, my back has been hurting, because, and I was like, I don't want to jack up my back any further. And so yeah, I sat on my... Yeah, you don't want to jack up your back any further. So I sat <laughs> on my sled and sled down the middle of the street, and it was just me. And I was like, there's no cars. And I was like... This is kind of fun. <laughs> so, like, like, I did it like halfway down, and then the best part was it. I had to go down a side street, and the sidewalk was clear, and the road was like really dicey. And I was like, I'm gonna slide down the sidewalk in my little circle sled. And so I did, and I was like pushing myself, and I got going. And then I'm going past a house that's very clearly having a holiday party. And people <laughs> saw me outside the window. So I was just like, <laughs> while, sl- while sledding down. No, 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 no. But I mean, something that I would not normally.
only attempt. Mm. Had a great time doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I'm going to make sledding my hobby or anything else like that. But it's like a creative outlet in that sense of how can I make this safer for me yeah. <laughs> to go down. How did your back feel after that? Good, because that was the only sledding that I did. Because I, when I got to the hill, I was the photographer. So I sat... Um, down at the end and just people would tell me what routes and so I took slow-mos of them and Tobin wore this hat that's got like the tassels and so he's like sliding and it was bumpy and it's the best because it just slow-mos his hat like going like this nice I love it it's it's really funny to watch that's fantastic yeah oh my gosh so seems like we have come around to making the intention of being creative mm-hmm. in the new year, because that's just going to keep you sane. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. No limiting beliefs on your creativity. Mm-hmm. No yeah. limiting beliefs on going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I know this sounds really ridiculous, but I keep saying that. This doesn't sound ridiculous. Um, I love, I loved starting my business. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved that part and that aspect of business in general. And this year, one of my goals is to make a, um, like, how-to model, mm-hmm. um, just for business in general, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily for chiropractic, but for women to start businesses. I think that mm-hmm. I'm, um, it's to create a blueprint so that it's easier and more accessible um, for anybody instead of saying, like, oh, I have to get this huge loan or I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Actually, if we just have some steps to follow, and we just have some mitigating factors to factor in, mm-hmm. um, we can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, instead of having that, like you said, that mom you were telling her, just get to the gym, just start the business, mm. just start the thing, and mm-hmm. here's steps one through 10 on how to do it. Um, yeah. That would be so incredibly helpful. I know. We, we started ours. hours mm-hmm. yeah. of research, and most of it ended up, not being that helpful. No, I w- did the Spokane score and okay. like was teamed up with a mentor, and um, I don't think that they understood what I was trying to do, mm-hmm. and so I was teamed up with a former um, IRS accountant who was trying to give me business advice, and I was like, "This is not what I'm trying to do at all." No. And, I mean, he was in his 70s and was like, what are you doing? And I was just like, I think I need someone new. And and by that time, it had taken so long to get any contact and so that we just were like, nope. Yeah. So we just did it ourselves. Yeah. Because yeah. But sometimes was, that can be too much of a hurdle for some people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So having a, a plug-in model mm-hmm. would be fantastic yeah I, that's a great idea well i mean uh, there's just some uh bits and pieces obviously that i'll have to skate through and figure out but realistically i think it comes down to being clear on what you want mm-hmm. having the ability to know what the sso is and what the secretary of state is mm-hmm. um naming your business and getting your business name all taken care of your dbas all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. tax all of that kind of stuff and then who your market is mm-hmm. and going from there. Those are the really key ingredients to starting everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of our biggest holdups was because I didn't know how to apply for a business license. And that's what mm-hmm. I was trying to ask this guy. I was like, I just need to know how to apply. And he was like, 
what do you mean? And I was like, I, <laughs> are you serious? I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know what to. You I don't just know shake someone's do. hand and give them a horse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else you do it. <laughs> what is internet? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the box in the corner and you have to flip the switch. Oh no. You ever seen IT crowd? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. You turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> oh, oh my man. Yeah. You know. Okay. Let's all go down to the saloon okay. for a drink. So tie up my horse just one time because he'll just stay there. You have any canned goods? <laughs> So how can we best help you in the coming year? Um, uh, I think one of the things I would love some help on is um, the understanding of what my office does and why. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I say I still have people who don't understand why they would bring their kids into a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? I haven't reached all the people in my brain. Everybody knows that we do <laughs> child chiropractic. It's it's part of the model of the office, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I put myself out there. We put ourselves out there. I want to make sure that everybody knows that it's good and healthy and needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, assuming is what I do best. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? I, I assume everybody knows what born chiropractic is, and that's how yeah. I uh, blindly travel through life like this. And just kidding. Um, uh, but oh, yeah. I, I do. I think that one of the things that would really, really help me out is um, that people know that we are gentle and specific, that mm-hmm. there's reasons other than back pain to bring your kids in because a lot of kids don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, babies need to be checked right after birth because everything you do with their pelvis or everything you do with your pelvis, they do with their heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and chiropractic is about wellness care. And it's about full family functioning and mitigating stress. Mm. Um, so whoever can hear this and wants to know more, that would be extraordinarily helpful. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I feel like we should do a do you know or like a did you know series on Instagram for like a, the different high visibility ad mm. partners. Like, did you know Born Chiropractic? Like does a re- all of those like things. a reintroduction or like kind of, them but into just like categories. Well, like just like like a did did you know Thursdays or something like mm-hmm. we could just re- reach out to people. Shh, <laughs> go away. Um, like like you were saying, you assume that people know what you do, but there are a lot of people who do not. Mm-hmm. And there's... I hope that didn't come off arrogant. No, no. Was not suppo- okay. I, th- I feel that way all the time. I was just like, say, this is how people Amanda don't know who's looking for resources. Yeah. <laughs> We've been around for 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> this is how Amanda feels often when I'm like, well, they didn't know about us. And she was like, but why not? We've been here for two years. Yeah. And I'm like, Be- because, like, sometimes, like, that's not where your mindset is, but... Mm-hmm. She feels that You way. share my ire well, as well. well okay. <laughs> always. I always share your ire. I love it. I love it. This is why I think and know that Spokane Birth Resources is an um, incredible business, but also that it's going to be profitable, profitable, lucrative, and abundant is because you have no other mindset about it. Mm-hmm. Just like I have no other mindset about born chiropractic. I'm like, oh, it's, it's we're doing it. I have I bet on myself every single time. You guys bet on yourselves every single time, and that's huge. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know it's going to be 
what you want it to be and it's going to boom yeah. and do all the things. And it has it has grown in ways that I think we didn't realize um, mm-hmm. and that have been a blessing other than monetary because we're not we're not there yet and we're not in it for the money in the first place but just the relationships yeah. that mm-hmm. we've made and yeah. the impact we've been able to make even just like a person mm-hmm. yeah being like oh i used your resource and it was really helpful like that makes my week oh absolutely <laughs> to, yeah. to we've, had a, we've had that at we a couple have. of different like meetups of providers of people who are now on our directory mm-hmm. talk about how they used our directory to get through their pregnancy and to find providers and like all this other stuff and i'm like mm-hmm. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it works. Oh, yeah, it yeah. works. Please know that every single pregnant mom that comes into my building and every single mom that comes into my building, I literally am like, here's this. Go really here, do this. That. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, God. Um, you've helped more women than you know. You've helped more families than you know. And this is incredibly important. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I really appreciate yeah. that. I was out of town helping my sister with her birth. And I was... She she was asking me questions, so I was like, "Oh, I wish you were in Spokane. <laughs> I could send you to this person and this person mm-hmm. and this person." <laughs> yes, because um, we just have such a great great roundup of people in yeah. this area and in and in North Idaho. And but I think that the thing is too is that unless you're looking for it, you're never gonna find it. Right. And like if you don't and if you don't know to look for it, you're not ever gonna know mm-hmm. to look for it. But I it makes me wonder, like, you know. Uh, there aren't more, there aren't other things like us. Mm-hmm. We're very unique. And but to go into a different state and to plop down into like the middle of nowhere and be like, okay, can we replicate this? And to really see how many resources mm-hmm. are there for families, mm-hmm. and people just don't know about them. Yeah, because people want to know, and people want to know their businesses are known. Mm-hmm. But it's it takes the. We've talked a lot about like generational education of like making sure that people know that they don't have to do the same thing or maybe they can do the same thing and put their own twist on it as mm-hmm. their parents or their grandmas or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. But that they have these options and they just don't look for them. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Until somebody makes that connection and it takes somebody often holding somebody's hand and being like, let me go introduce you to this person because yes. I think they're fabulous. I think they're wonderful. I'm going to vouch for them. Let's pair you up and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word of mouth is mm-hmm. incredibly important, which is why I think it would be good to do a, a did you know series because there are mm-hmm. a lot of places like if you just looked at a business name, you're not going to understand Mm-hmm. everything that went into like picking that name and all the things that you're passionate about yeah. and you know mm-hmm. I I would just love to get more faces on our social media r- more than just like the mm-hmm. the, in- the original introduction of their own yeah. directory but we have it's a huge praise but we have so many now that it's going to take a while to totally. cycle yeah. back through them but yeah, yeah that That's could cool. be a long term goal <laughs> That uh, absolutely yeah um, but yeah. yeah, well, I love that. We've been talking for an hour and twenty minutes almost. Well, we can wrap it up. What's the final this or that? What do you think? Uh, Success or failure? No, <laughs> let's do. <laughs> do you want a holiday one, or do you just want like? Well, like Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. Mm, go with that one. 
Christmas Eve or Ah, uh, see, that got Anne. <laughs> oh, God. Mariah Carey or Michael Buble is one of these. Michael Buble. Let's <laughs> skip to the next. <laughs> um, okay, it reminds me of uh, May. So, like, the last day in April when you see yeah. Justin Timberlake. It's going to be May. Yes. Every time I see Mariah Carey, have you seen the meme of her defrosting? Yes, I saw that for oh the first God. time this year. Oh, it made me laugh so hard. Uh, All right, Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve? That's a good one to end on. I'm going to say New Year's Eve. Ooh. Okay. No, there's just so much promise in the air. And you get good kisses on New Year's Eve. And uh, you get to have your own <laughs> state of mind on New Year's Eve. It's not a, a communal experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, even though I do like communal experiences, uh I would rather take ones that don't give me massive anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see, I would pick New Year's Eve for a totally different reason, and it's because we watch the ball drop at nine and then go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we don't stay up because our kids don't stay up. And it's like, yeah, it, it's the hope and the promise, but Christmas Eve, um, my husband is a professional singer, so he's like always out for Christmas Eve services oh, cool. in, like, in churches and stuff like that. And so it's always... He's gone, and so if we had any, like, last-minute wrapping, which we did this year, it starts when he gets home at midnight, and so we're up till 2, and then Christmas morning, you're just, like, you're toast. Yeah. So I think I like New Year's Eve just for the sheer fact that I know I'm not going to be up till midnight, and that it's it doesn't have any um, anxiety for the next day. Because yeah. the next day, it's just, like, that's January 1st, and, like, here we, here we go, but... Yeah. It doesn't have to be, like, the big Christmas Day stuff of all of the anxiety. For me, that's what I would pick. Yeah. I think I would pick pick Christmas Eve because I I usually sing Mm -hmm. at my church on Christmas Eve. And that is so special. And my absolute – and we've been doing this since I was a kid. We've been Mm -hmm. at different churches, but the churches we've gone to have always done a candlelight service. And so at our church now – will sing Silent Night acapella with all the lights off. And then they light the Christ candle, which is, if you do an Advent wreath, it's the mm-hmm. fifth candle that sits in the middle. They light it from that, and then the ushers will light the candles at the ends of the aisle, and then it will all slowly light up oh, like really a Christmas cool tree. As Especially a, being up on the worship team. Yes. You get to just watch all of the lights. Versus it's, I'm always in a pew you know holding a light yeah it's not the same it's not it's beautiful when you're sitting there like surrounded but when you're up and seeing it and just spreading and then we're all singing silent night and then this year we had a violin and so he played a verse just violin it was just really gorgeous and just the promise of of new birth Mm -hmm. and yeah it just it just was really really beautiful, especially since I got to attend my sister's birth like three five, days three days prior. Yeah. Like it just oh yeah, that's beautiful. It's beyond yeah. wow. words. Wow, <laughs> how beautiful it is. So and so every so every year. Sorry to make you cry. <laughs> no, I was over here and I'm like, and I was talking about kissing and drinking. No, <laughs> that's weird. So, so that's really, really beautiful. Um, you really painted a really great picture too. My, I, uh-huh. I will never not. Hopefully, if 
the worship director's okay with that, I will never not sing on Christmas Eve because it's just, it's my favorite. Mm, yeah. I love it. And hearing all the voices coming at you too. Oh, yeah. And all the talent that people say they don't have. And then you hear like four part harmonies coming at you and it's like, oh, please. <laughs> you were made for this. Wow. Yeah. No, New Year's Eve is is fun as well. I think the last one I stayed up for was 2020 and that ruined it for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So I was like, yeah, brand new ticket. I'm here for this. Uh-huh. And then COVID happened and I was like, I think I jinxed it. <laughs> so one of the things that Amanda and I used to do, we now no oh, longer we do it. Yeah, we used to send texts to each other just being like, hey, I hope that your next year is going to be better than your last year. And in 2019, I was pregnant. Mm-hmm like three months, mm-hmm. two, three months along. And it was like, yes, 2020 is finally not going to suck because there had just so much had happened between her and I's life since we had been best friends. And it was like 2020, yeah, 2020. It's just kind of and fun then COVID. to feel like this. Fr- oh my gosh, it couldn't have been per- more perfectly timed by the devil. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. But, I, but I was just like, wow, that wrecked everything. And then I still continue to think that, oh, this is like the start of 2020. Yeah. And it's not. It's 2023. But yet I haven't processed all mm-hmm. of the stuff that happened in 2020 and 2021 from the stuff that you miss. And uh, da, da, da. So let's hope that 2023 does not suck ass. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Note to end up. <laughs> I think that's something we have going for us, though, is the humans do well with hope. Yes, they do. Like, we need it. We want it. We naturally come by it. And we can Mm -hmm. lift each other up with it. Yep. Yep. Do you remember? Does it make you think of um, Rogue One when I say hope? (laughs) Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, no. the same one. I know. No, no. (laughs) Rebellions are built on hope. (laughs) not british accent okay so i think of the family guy episode where they redid star wars oh yeah and uh lois is playing um princess leia and she goes help me obi-wan kenobi you're my only hope (laughs) okay so what do i do now do i just push this button and it sends it off like that's what i think of family guy oh my gosh have you seen um i guess we could be done well, okay, well, then here, then Sorry. we'll wrap up. Yeah. This was our New Year's Eve episode with uh, Dr. Ann Kitchens. She is the owner of Born Chiropractic, and uh, she is our first repeat uh, podcast uh, client Yay. interview. Yes. Yes, there you go. Our first uh, repeat interview guest. And um, we just had a fantastic time. I think we can all safely say that we left. We laughed. We, we came, laughed. we laughed, we hoped. <laughs> <laughs> we had a rebellion. It was great. <laughs> okay, now we can turn Thank it off. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. The Orville. Have you seen The Orville? Oh, Mom's no. really into that. Really? Yeah. That's funny. 